0: Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 169, four ways to make more time at the end of the school year. Oh, yes, I said it, more time. The end of the school year can be super stressful. There's so much to do and so much to get done before the year wraps up. Plus, most of us are already feeling the pressure or possibly the enthusiasm of starting to plan for next year even saying that, I'm like, some years I'm thinking to myself, can I finish this current year? Do I have to start thinking about next year already? I'm not done with this year. Hold on. Does anyone ever feel that way? I'm like, I don't want you to tell me what grade level I'm teaching next year, unless it's this exact same grade level. Don't tell me I'm moving classrooms. Don't ask me to do all these things for next year when I'm trying to wrap up the current year. Oh, that drives me crazy sometimes. Sometimes this is also the time that we do find out what grade level we'll be teaching. We decide if we're even coming back, which after this school year, many may feel like they don't want to. And that is understandable, my friend. Before you make any decisions, take some time to untangle from this year. Allow yourself time to heal and to reflect. Also get really honest with yourself. What is changing for next year? What systems are being put into place to protect you? things that you can do, and things that admin is willing to do. We will talk more about this topic in the next several weeks. But for today, I want to focus on finding four ways to make more time for yourself at the end of the school year. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Deberry Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Deberry. Hey. All right. So, it's it's a heavy time, my friend. We are moving toward the end of the school year. It's really hard to believe, isn't it? This is a time of year that I really needed to rely on my spouse for help. He, he wasn't that great about it, which made this time of year even more difficult. And that might be you as well. If it, if it is, know that I am sending you love and a wish for peace and strength as you finish out this school year. You've got this. So let's talk about four ways that you can steal back more time. Let's look at the first way to buy back time. Number one, keep your kids busy. Now, I know most of us have been pushing our kids beyond the limits. We are currently dealing with children who are up to two years developmentally behind where they have been in the past due to the shutdown. Yet we keep asking them to hurry up and catch up. And we ask teachers to do the same, catch them up, get them get them where they're supposed to be, help them gain this whole year and a half back. I mean, come on. So I am not talking about hurrying them up. I am talking about keeping them busy so that you can get things done at school. That way you don't have to rely on your spouse or your parents or Pizza Hut for dinner. I'm talking about giving kids activities that they love to do and that they can do with minimal support. Here are just a few ideas. One of them is to have your kids plan a summer vacation. Yes, this can include math, this can include research, this can include writing, this can include reading. Kids are already dreaming of how they're gonna fill the summer hours. So why not give them like this last Minute math activity that is so fun. Give them a budget, like say, give them, you know, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, and then send them off to research whether they're whatever their dream trip is or how it can be accomplished. Make sure they include how they're going to get there is that on a plane, is that in a car, is that in a train, money that they're going to need, like a hotel or a place to stay, food, spending money, and all the things that have to do with travel so fun and it will completely keep them occupied and there's lots of standards being covered. Another idea is to do a reader's theater. Now I gave out my Reader's Theater from my camp end of the year unit. And I gave that to my TDTL listies. And those are people that have joined my email list. And I give out tips and strategies. And I let you know the podcast is available. And I also give out some freebies. And I have been like bombarding my TDL listies. And I'm so thankful for them. So I gave away a free Reader's Theater. And I have included it. Here in the show notes. So if you are needing a little readers theater, this is like just a little sample from my end of the year unit. It's super fun, and this will completely keep kids occupied. You can practice; they practice fluency. It takes up time. It's a win-win. Kids can even be divided into several groups. This way, everyone gets a part or two, and then they can perform it for each other. You can take even more time and go perform it for the other classes in your grade level. It's brilliant. I've also included it, like I said, in the show notes and you can grab it at read forward slash readers theater, all one word, readers theater. Another time-consuming idea is to create memory bags. Give each student a brown paper bag, let them decorate the front, add some things from the year that they that really stood out for them, things that they love, and then let them add 10 items from this year to their bag. They might even, you might even include like notes, you give them a chance to write notes to one another and um, let them, you know, pass them out to each other. I think one way of making sure that every student gets something from someone is to possibly assign a student to a student or make like a person, you know, for the next five minutes, we're going to write notes to Billy. Everyone's going to write notes to Billy, draw a picture for Billy. And hopefully if you've done lots of work with the culture in your classroom, kids have learned that everybody is included and we we always can find something special about everyone in our classroom. Um, this is not the time to have to deal with that at the end of the year. Hopefully this is going well and everyone can just participate for five minutes, maybe three minutes for that one person, and then you move on to the next person. This could be really time consuming. It would give you a ton of time to get work done at work. So that is another idea. All right, let's move on to a not, not, idea number two to buy back your time. And that is to batch your end of the year items. So batching is a way of taking all like-minded items and doing it at the same time. It prevents our mind from going going all over the place, (laughs) like falling down rabbit holes. Can you relate? I mean, I am the worst at this. You probably think I'm the worst at this on this podcast, but I really need to focus. And this is one way of doing that. So do all the things for one task at the same time or the thing that like keeps your brain in that same spot, all placement cards, sit down, whip out those suckers, then batch all your data graphs, all your report cards, things like that, that you can do and you don't have to like, be constantly zipping to another item. Idea number three, to grab back your time. Use podcasts or audiobooks to do your read alouds. It is such a great way for kids to have another example of a fluent reader. It's also so fun to allow them to hear different readers, especially when you find podcasts that are specifically for kids. Oh, so so fun! I think I've even mentioned one before on this podcast. I talked about it, it's you have to have a membership for with Wondery, or it might even be come with your Prime, your Amazon Prime membership. I need to find this out, but it's it's a it's a mystery podcast for kids. I think it's so cool. Anyway, um, you can have them listening, you can give them exit tickets so that they are working on reading standards as a review. Um, In this case, it's listening comprehension. I have some fiction and nonfiction in my shop on TPT, I'll link to it in the show notes. I also have a freebie. And I have a freebie exit ticket little sample of podcasting exit tickets. So I will drop that in the show notes as well. You can find that at trinadeveryteachingandlearning.com forward slash podcast exit tickets. All one word podcast exit tickets. All right. And number four, finally, (laughs) my favorite end of the year theme weeks. Now, I know I keep talking about these units, and I've had some episodes that were sponsored by these units, but they're just so much fun. They completely changed the end of the year for me, especially when I was going through a divorce. I finally loved the end of the year, and that was a really hard time in life. So, the, there's just so many activities. There, it's great for kids to review skills. You're engaging them, it, you're, they're staying busy, and it gives you back some time to work at school. You can learn more. About about these units at TrinaDeveryTeachingAndLearning.com forward slash end of the year. You can hop on over to TPT. I have different themes. I've got camping and beach and superheroes and Western and uh, sports. Super fun. Whatever you do, remember to take care of you. You and your health and your mental health matter. Don't go into the summer all burned out. You will spend the first month having to recover. And I have bigger plans for you. And I'm going to keep that to myself. You can find out soon. Until next week, this one tired teacher is wishing you well. Sweet dreams and sleep tight.